Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Deucebag. Crash Gladys. Getting crashed positions. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. We got us a seat, at least one seat filled for the championship race coming up in Phoenix in November. That's Joey Lugano here in the Freak Nation. How you doing, bud? John Force, 16-time funny car champion, maybe drinking beers for 2021 because they're paying him to. We'll get to that coming up in the Freak Nation. You like that tease? Yeah, kind of like that tease. Also coming up, Jack Beckman, NHRA Funny Car winner from Texas. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Also, Ryan Briscoe, IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car winner from the Petit Le Mans in Georgia. Uh, he'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Statman, how much of that 10 hours of Petit Le Mans did you watch uh, yesterday and last night? I probably watched all told about two hours, a little bit at the beginning, and a a lot at the end when these clowns were trying to crash each other, uh, trying to keep from winning, you know, it was amazing. They didn't care who got to the finish line. I think their race was to see who couldn't get to the finish line. Yeah. There's no love lost between Ricky Taylor and Pipo Durrani, the two who the, the two leaders with 10 minutes to go, who took each other out. And that goes back how many years now to Daytona? When we were there, the day, the 24 hours of Daytona and the closing laps there as well. I think it was, it wasn't Ricky. It was Jordan. Jordan said that something. Was Jordan at Daytona. Yeah. yeah Jordan right. said something about uh, the way Durrani was driving and uh, questioned his skill. And Durrani said, I beat you, you know, and he said that on the, he told us on the speed tricks. I don't know what he's talking about. I beat him. What's he care? <laughs> uh, a quick backstory, Freak Nation. Typically, Statman may text us once, twice during the week, just randomly. When you get a phone call from Statman, <laughs> something's going on. Uh, I got a phone call Saturday night, which was probably late his time because he was on East Coast time. I was outside with uh, family members and screaming kids, enjoying a, an early birthday party for Crash Gladys. I come inside late, later that night, and I see that uh, Statman called. Check the message, and uh, that last 10 minutes of that race, thank goodness we were recording it because, um, you know, it's probably good that I didn't have my phone, Statman. I'd hate to have t- told Crasher's parents, you know what there, uh, Ken and Linda, I'm probably going to go in and watch a little bit of sports car racing. What? Just- they know. <laughs> they know. <laughs> that, was a, that was amazing. They were trying their best to crash each other out of the race. Uh, and you know, I mean, I, we can say what we want to, but I think Durrani is right. I think Jordan dove into, wrote a check that he couldn't cash. And, uh, you mean last night, Ricky, 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 Ricky. I'm sorry, Ricky. Yeah. Ricky. I know it's hard. Wrote a, wrote a check that he couldn't cash and, uh, took them both out, uh, took them both out of a chance to win. So we will have uh, your winner, Ryan Briscoe. 
him along with Vander Snaggin, Nagin, Snaggin, Fraggin, Vander Vanderzandy, <laughs> and Scott Dixon, the other two pilots for for the Ten Hours, uh, Petit Le Mans. <laughs> and, and before I forget, because uh, I will forget if I don't mention it now, we got, and it's not like it's breaking news. We were curious why the sports car race will be able to run or will be running in California is at Laguna Seca, at Laguna Seca, the second to the last race prior to Sebring in November. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because right. NASCAR Oof. bailed, NHRA bailed, IndyCar bailed. And well, it wasn't them bailing. It was the state of California saying, we can't have these big events. So there will be no NHRA race and there will be no NASCAR race at Sonoma Raceway and there will be no IndyCar race at Laguna Seca. But then, oh, hey, two weeks from now, why are sports cars racing at Laguna Seca? Uh, well, come to find out, the uh, the tracks had insurance policies that if their races get canceled, they get uh, some of that money that they had put forth towards these other sanctioning bodies, NHRA, NASCAR, IndyCar. Uh, they wouldn't have got back, and it would have been a losing proposition to have these races. So that's the that's the word that we're hearing, allegedly, of why the IndyCar race, the NHRA race, and the NASCAR race is not in uh, Northern California, Laguna, whatever the hell they're calling it this week. What you could also even say the NHRA finale in Pomona. They're not racing that either. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of events that are not racing. The sports car race that is actually going on, it's just – its Well, that promoter makes no sense to me. NHRA it, owns the it, damn none track. None of it makes sense. Yes. Right. Uh, we're going to resume with some affiliates, Freak Nation, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes coming up. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another big old round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Jack Beckman, NHRA Funny Car winner from Texas. He'll be here. Ryan Briscoe, IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship winner. He'll be here. And John Forrest, 16-time champion, will be here. But first, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. Brought to you by General Tire. Now through the end of the month. By four qualifying truck tires. Because it is truck season, by the way. Four qualifying truck tires from General Tire and get up to 100 bucks back with a piece of prepaid card from our very good friends at General Tire. Crasher? Let's start with NASCAR racing in Kansas this weekend. Brett Moffitt had four runner-up finishes so far this year, but saved his first win for arguably the most opportune moment. Winning in Kansas means that he is now guaranteed to fight for the title at the end of the season in the truck series. Same for Chase Briscoe. By the way, the first Briscoe to win on Saturday night. Chase is now set to buy for the Xfinity title in Phoenix in November. And yes, the same can be said for Joey Logano, who held off Kevin Harvick in the closing laps, the last 45 laps, of today's NASCAR Cup race. IMSA's Petit Le Mans ran Saturday, and according to many drivers, it was so far the most back-to-normal race of the season, as, well, you fans did not disappoint. Then again... That made a few drivers a bit nervous, too. I mean, that is 2020. In the nighttime hours with just 10 or so minutes to go, we've been talking about this drama that had been growing in the race. It came to a head with 10 to go. Both of the leading cars took each other out. Basically, Ricky Taylor got a run on Pipo Durrani, tried to outbreak him into turn six. Instead, they touched. Durrani was sent spinning through the gravel and into the tires backwards, and Taylor spun off the racing line. But that gifted the win 
to Scott Dixon, Ranger Vanderzandy, and Ryan Briscoe. Yes, the other Saturday night Briscoe winner. This one, by the way, who will join us in about 30 minutes. The NHRA race resumed in Dallas, the first one under their Camping World sponsorship title. More on that in just a bit. Steve Torrance beat his dad in the finals to take the win in Top Fuel. Jack Beckman with his first ever win at Dallas. What? Yeah, that's a champion saying that. And Matt Hartford taking his first win of the season in pro stock. And finally, Jerry Savoie. This is interesting. His third win in the fall nationals in the last six years. Jerry Savoie loves Dallas. Your funny car winner, Jack Beckman, will join us right here in the Freak Nation next. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Car not performing right? A dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality. 100% cotton available and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your Mav TV. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Again, Freak Nation, hate to harp on it, but when you've been doing it for 20 years, you do harp on it. 20 years of the Freak Nation from the Lucas Oil Studios, Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. Thank you guys for hanging out the website, speedfreaks.tv. This segment brought to our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com now through the 31st of October. Grab yourself four qualifying truck tires because it is truck season from General Tire, and you'll get up to 100 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card. That's GeneralTire.com. Jack Beckman has been a part of these 20 years and more of the Freak Nation. Your winner from Texas, NHRA Funny Car winner, now within 10 points of Matt Hagen going into Houston and, of course, Las Vegas. Uh, which is more impressive, the fact that you continue to contend for championships or the fact that we've been around for 20 years, Jack Beckman? I, the fact that you could talk that damn fast and not make a mistake, Kenny, wow. that's, that's amazing. God, I remember when I met you guys, what, we were all 11 or 12 years old at Pomona. Yep. Yep. You took pictures with the Frank Holly School race cars. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, your parents tell you when you're young, enjoy it because the time goes fast, and, and they're lying until you hit 35. Then it starts going really fast. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> hey, look, you are within 10 points of Matt Hagen. Now it's uh, – it's go time, I guess. Uh, w- with Las Vegas, of course, the season-ending race, and then, of course, Houston. How does Jack Beckman race his teammates or anybody in the other side of the of the drag strip moving forward? Well, uh, apparently, just like today, I'd like to wash, rinse, repeat. I mean, yeah. this was just I, – I tell you, this is an odd sport. In drag racing, you can have the second-best run, and it's a loser. You can have the second-worst run, and it's a winner, right? So you go up there, and you throw down the best you can, and you hope it's better than the team in the other lane. I had a good feeling this morning. I, I don't know. I didn't eat anything different. I didn't do anything specifically different. I, I don't meditate. I just, when I got here, I'm like, God, I, you know, I came to the first national event. My buddy and I drove a Chevette 500 miles one way from our Air Force base in 1986 to come out here. This track has a lot of meaning to me. My dad lives 45 minutes from here. And when you win this race, you get a cowboy hat. And I've been to several finals here before. No cowboy hat. Uh, we got it done today. And my dad's 83, and he's over at the starting line getting fitted for his cowboy hat. So <laughs> I, th- there's racetracks that I just so had on my bucket list. Pomona, Indy, and Dallas has always been on the top, and I just crossed that off. And and we are not sponsored for next year. The Chandler family, you know, Terry did it for three years and passed away. Her husband, Doug, did it three more years in her memory for a legacy for her. And we are forever grateful to Doug and this is it. And it's October and I don't have funding for next year. So as of now, we will not be out next year. I will continue to look. I am going back into a former life. The week after the Vegas finals, I will be going back to elevator repair. Um, I haven't done it for 22 years. And frankly, I'm not quite sure I even know how to push buttons anymore, but I I have to have a paycheck. I got two little kids and, and a wife and a mortgage. And I'll keep trying. I want to come back out here. But if I never get to race again, I won Dallas. And my dad got a cowboy hat. Pretty great day. Wow. Holy cow. Jack Beckman, funny car winner from Dallas, joining us here in the Freak Nation. That is incredible. But let me say, it's pretty hard to not have the defending champ out there on the racetrack. Go win this title. And let's just say, I mean, it's easier said than done, but hopefully the money will follow. Yeah, well, but we could say the same. Robert Height, you know, came to the first two races this year 
and he's the defending champ yeah, and really didn't yeah. get a chance to come out and show off that number one all year long. And, you know, such is life. Sometimes it throws you curveballs. Um, but I'm going to tell you, I'd rather be the defending champ and not racing than not racing and not be the defending champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Matt Hagan, just step aside, buddy. This is going to be Jack Beckman's year. So, okay, sell us. You are such a good salesman anyway. Sell us on a company is listening right now why they should sponsor Jack Beckman. We know, so don't do it for the freaks. Do it for that company out there. Yeah, well, I think this Infinite Hero program worked out wonderful for, for me. Being a military veteran, all the visits I've made to military hospitals and, and, and uh, spending time with the wounded people. And when the Chandler family decided to fund this and let it be the marquee of source of advertising for Infinite Hero, every penny we raise gets to change an injured vet's life. So if you can find another company like that, and I think where I stand out and have extra credibility would be, I'm a military veteran and I'm a cancer survivor. So you start looking for companies that would benefit from that. Uh, well, okay, maybe you don't find one of those. I'm a pretty good spokesperson. I'm a hot rod guy. I'm a car guy. You start looking for those companies. And what you find is 25 people may have beat you there with resumes, but what can you do to make yourself stand out? So uh, at the end of the day, the pitch to a company is, look, it's $3 million to run for a championship in one of these cars out here today. For the bang for their buck, with the extension that Fox uh, television package just gave to NHRA, with Camping World coming on board, I think it's a great renaissance time. I didn't think things could get any worse in 2020 mm. with COVID, with the riot, and then Coca-Cola pulls out of drag racing and you just think, man, that's three strikes. You're out. Now all of a sudden Fox extends the TV deal. Camping world's on board. The sport's looking great for next year. And I'd like to continue to be a part of it. And I'll just keep looking for a company that is a good fit for this. So we can come out and keep racing. Jack Beckman, NHRA funny car winner from Dallas, the Texas motorplex joining us here in the freak nation. Did you see Coca-Cola pulling out? of NHRA or was that a shock Not at system? All. Wow. Best kept secret in drag racing apparently. And, and, and I don't fault anybody, you know, mm -hmm. I'm sure much of this in the business world was driven by COVID and that's frankly not, not anybody's fault. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I, I, we had a conference call with NHRA and the president Glenn Cromwell told us the status of what was going on. And I'm sure it was devastating to them too. Uh, but thank goodness, man, how weird that a random tweet from Marcus, Marcus at the Camping World ended up two weeks later, ink on the, on the line, and we've got a contract with them. So I've got possession of the first Funny Car Camping World trophy. Pretty cool. Ooh, yeah. There you go. Holy smokes. Well, going into... His first Dallas win is the first ever for Camping World, so boom. And there's only ever one first. Yep, that right. can never be taken away from our team. Jack Beckman, January 1st, 2021, you do have a ride, but the NHRA, what can we expect from them? Things have been a little up in the air. They've changed sponsors in the middle of the stream this year. I like what they have done. Instead of being reactive for the 20, 2021 schedule, they were proactive. The Pomona race in February, the Winter Nationals, and the Phoenix race two weeks after that have been moved to later in the year. So I, I, the rationale makes a lot of sense there. Let's not take a chance on putting a schedule on that may get revised again. So we're at 22 races for next year. I think Bristol is still pending, um, but the schedule's firmed up. And that's the other thing that was tough to go out and market with people. Mm -hmm. We didn't know what 2021 was going to look like. So now we have 
good series sponsorship. We've got great television packaging, and we've got a schedule up for 2021. I just got to keep pounding the street. And the nice thing is we're not going to have a February start. It will be a March start at Gainesville next year, and technically that buys me another month to try to find some funding. Jack Beckman, you know it's tunnel vision in a funny car, but there's no fans in the stands this year. Do you notice the stands are empty or nearly empty? Does that change the way you drive the car? You notice it is when you tow the car up there, uh, especially for qualifying. When you roll up to the water box, the body's up, and the car's in front of you rolling up the stage, you glance out. You know, we did have, at the U.S. Nationals, was the first time that we had more than 2,500 people. The three preliminary Indy races were NHRA members only, Twenty, it was like 12% capacity, something crazy. So it really looked more like a test session. U.S. Nationals looked like a, a very weak Friday at a race. St. Louis actually had a fairly decent crowd there. And Texas, by God, they, they did a good job of packing in the pit side grandstands here. And it shouldn't make any difference if people are in the stands or not, but seems to make a difference to me. I, it, it just, it's more of that special moment when you go up there and get ready to get strapped in the car, you know, put the helmet on and they buckle you in and you see a bunch of people around you thinking, Hey, guess what? The reason I love this sport is 40 years ago, I was one of those people walking around. So it's neat to be surrounded with like-minded fans. And you thrive off people. I mean, you, you are that personality that just feeds off the energy in a room at a track. And so, yeah, it's, it's kind of needed to get you jacked up, pun intended there, jacked up as you get to the starting line. (laughs) Yeah, and and the tough thing right now is everybody's trying to obey all the restrictions, you know, the local and federal restrictions. So we still can't interact per se with the fans. I have to be honest, I just went outside and there was a bunch of people there, so I did do some fist bumps, okay? But I hand sanitized afterwards and I wore a mask. So, But we don't get the same amount of interaction in the rounds. And I like fans have been very understanding and tolerant of that. And they realize everybody's doing the best they can, not just to make sure that this race goes on, but that Houston happens and that Vegas happens. Jack Beckman won the Funny Car Fall Nationals in Texas today. Crucial points for you, Jack, but you're talking about sponsorships for you and for the rest of the teams in the NHRA. Do you foresee any rule changes to maybe lower costs going into next year to make it easier to find some money to stay in the game? That's a great question, and, and it would take 20 minutes to give you yeah. a good, articulate, thorough answer. So what happens is smart crew chiefs have ruined this sport, right? Because they've made these cars so much faster than anybody ever thought that they could run that we shortened it to a 1,000 foot, and that pissed off a lot of fans, and I understand that. But we either had a choice of stopping and going at four of the racetracks that had shorter shutdowns and still limiting the cars mm-hmm. or leaving them unlimited at a 1,000 foot. Well, then that they've got up to 339 miles an hour at a thousand foot. So we've chopped the rev limiters back down. We've done some other restrictions, but at some point we're going to have to make another horsepower limitation restriction on these cars. And how do you do that without obsoleting everybody's parts inventory? That's the million dollar question. Do you do it with track prep? Do you do it with the electronics and the ignition limiters? Because Crew chiefs are always going to find a way to go quicker and faster within the rules. So you keep reeling them back, they go faster again. And and I don't think Goodyear wants to see 340 miles an hour on these tires. We're already asking an insane amount out of a piece of rubber to accelerate from zero to 339 miles an hour 
in under four seconds. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. So we do have to have some constraints on these. I don't think we want to shorten the racetrack to 660 feet. So I don't know if it's going to be a major wholesale parts change or just fine tuning track prep and electronics. Jack, I know your stance on the four wide nationals. Let's just leave this out of it, but we've been big proponents for the combination of IndyCar and NASCAR and NHRA and Supercross running together almost all of our 20 years. And Super weekend. The mo- majority of people who at least run the series poo-pooed that. Now look what's happening with IndyCar and NASCAR. Why can't we get something like that together? And I know it takes time, but Sonoma or Las Vegas, why can't we get a combo with the NHRA and NASCAR and or IndyCar? Yeah, I, my, my, I mean, it sounds like a wonderful concept. My guess would be you would, logistically you'd be out of pit space for doing something like that. But, but maybe you have an NHRA pro show only mm-hmm. with the NASCAR cars there. That, that that would be kind of fun and give somebody a weekend. So you you do it more as a match race then, right? It would be a non points race. Yes. And you do a round robin deal and just give fans a taste of two completely different motorsports uh, on the same day. I, I'm all for it. You want to promote it? We'll we'll see if we can drag a car out for that. Freak Nation, Jack Beckman, always a friend of the Freak Nation and vice versa. He's been a part of the 20 years and more. Only if you knew, Freak Nation, buddy. Uh, Go enjoy the time with your old man and keep fist bumping, all right? Always awesome to talk to you guys. Take care, guys. Thanks. Is six months enough time for Kyle Larson to return to the NASCAR Cup Series? I don't think so. It was April 13th when Larson let slip a racial slur doing an iRacing event being streamed live. Within a couple days, he lost his ride with Chip Ganassi and his sponsorships, including McDonald's and Chevrolet. But I don't think six months is enough time to get the counseling and self-awareness help he clearly needs. Maybe Larson needs it more than most with his mixed ethnicity. His father is white and his mother Japanese-American. His career even benefited from diversity programs that knocked down doors for him. I liked Kyle when he was in the Freak Nation. It was real last April. At this time in history, some mea culpas and celebrity good wishes aren't enough to cover the casualness of what he did. A return now would make NASCAR's diversity efforts look amateurish. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. If you're one of us, then roll with us Cause we make the hipsters fall in love When we got our hot pants on and up And yes, of course we does We run in this town just like a club And no, you don't want to mess with us Got Jesus on my neck Well, I gotta say, man, it's, uh, that was going on my playlist right there <laughs> What, Crash? You got a problem with that? No, I don't fine my head at least bobbing lucas oil high mileage fuel treatment uh, that is going in my car it causes fuel to burn more thoroughly for fewer emissions more miles per gallon reduces intake valve deposits combustion chamber deposits go with the og man go with lucas oil high mileage fuel treatment check it out at your local auto parts store today lucas oil fuel treatment you know, it's not often that we talked about this with Jack Beckman. By the way, Ryan Briscoe, IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship winner from Petit Le Mans, will be joining us next. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, and next hour, John Force will be here. 
it's not every day that here, but I don't know what that noise is. Uh, what if it's Major League Baseball, NBA, NASCAR, NHRA that you change sponsors in the middle of a season? Yeah, and that's what ha- I, it's, I, I guess. Stat man, unless you noticed it before I did. Did you did you see when and where Coca Cola and Mellow Yellow pulled out of the NHRA, and then all of a sudden it's the Camping World NHRA series? I saw the release that said it was the Camping yeah. World series, but I never, you know, no, I didn't see where Coca Cola said goodbye. You know, I mean, I maybe I, they slid that in one Friday night and nobody knew about it. Yeah, a Friday night news dump in motorsports. It it was shocking, and and I've noticed the the change over the last couple of weeks. And I just thought this literally went under the radar. It's it's just strange that you've got three more. Well, at the time, three more races left in your season, and suddenly no sponsorship yet a new sponsorship. Yeah, and Beckman described it pretty succinctly in his interview just what just now with us that they were all on a conference call found out one of the greatest kept secrets apparently ever that Coca-Cola was pulling out of the series. But then thank you, Twitter, for lining up new relationships. And Marcus Lemoy, I think is how you pronounce his last name, with Camping World decided, hey, the NHRA has got value for my brand. I want it. Boom. Do we know if they're going to continue on with the NASCAR truck series? It's the Gander RV. Oh, right. Uh, that's true. So there you go. <laughs> yep, that's true. Camping World used to be right. the sponsor of the NASCAR Truck Series, but hey, apparently he had this cash lying around. No more NASCAR sponsorship, so let's put it into NHRA. So how yeah. are they going to drink a, uh, a RV at the top when they win? They used to drink the uh, cold drink there. They're going to turn over a... Uh, RV now and uh, celebrate that? Well, I don't remember them ever smoking Winston cigarettes when Winston was the title sponsor, <laughs> uh, yeah. when they would jump out of their car. <laughs> so I think it's going to be okay. But hey, but you're on to something, Statman. How cool would that be to have a top-end experience? I mean, again, we got to get over this COVID-19 pandemic, but to have a top-end experience where winners have an RV at the top end and get front-row seats to all those interviews and all the activity that goes on. Ooh, baby. You know, and why would Statman, what what did it matter? I mean, people smoked back in the day. Why didn't like Gary Selzy, cats like that? Oh, he he did. Why didn't thank they just you. light up at the top end? Yeah. Hey, well, I want to thank <sighs> Winston. <laughs> why not? Well, I don't oh. think they I don't think they could after uh what was it, the early seventies when they killed uh, smoking uh uh, advertisements on TV. There was probably oh, some. Oh, right, right, right. There was probably some fine line that said you can't do but so much. Uh, and I guess uh, Winston, as long as they had the branding, they didn't care. But uh, to demonstrate the branding might have been crossing the line. Take it a big inhale of a big freaking heater. That'd be greatness. But smoking's cool. Maybe that's what they do, Statman, is is at the top end, they just do the interview in a pop-up tent. <laughs> or a tent. That would be an RV. No, I was talking about a pop-up trailer. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pop Be badass. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Regardless of. Or they could have trailer yeah. races like they used to have at Irwindale. And, and they could have oh, a new class yeah. for trailer racing. Yes. Well, re- regardless, they've got uh, they've got those guys on on hand for multi year and a new multi year agreement with Fox. But there's also the fact that they're delaying the season until March, and they're starting with the Gainesville Nationals. I mean, Phoenix and Pomona, at least at this point, are scheduled for is it April? It's later in the season. Yeah. I have to pull up the schedule to figure it out again. Yeah, you can't do Phoenix in the summertime so april's about your cutoff if you want to try it for the spring but otherwise it's gonna to have to be in the fall later in the year yeah so a lot of changes coming for not just the nhra but again motorsports in general as, as we try to wrap our arms around this damn thing moving into the new year uh, we've I, I think it was last week where and I'm, my memory again escapes me who made the comment it, it might have been willpower that we really can't go through another year like this in motorsports because of sponsorship. Oh, without question. Yeah. Yeah. He was making reference last week when we had him on to the fact that Roger Penske saved the series without even knowing it when he bought it at the end of 2019. And then holy cow, if it wasn't him running the IndyCar series this year, it very well could have gone under. Yeah. So yeah, Roger Penske with his gobs of money for lack of a better word he uh funded quite a lot this year freak nation ryan briscoe i he used to drive for roger pinsky speaking of mm-hmm. his his wife nicole briscoe mm-hmm. uh is one of the anchors for sports center for espn curious if she's ever been on set hosting sports center as he's won a race well, he won one uh, over the weekend, of course, it's the Petit Le Mans. He joins us next. Speed Freaks Fits on Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids lucas transmission fix it works hey you want the easiest car care ever right there's a couple lucas oil products you got to get your hands on one lucas slick mist fast and easy speed wax two tire and trim shine and three interior detailer it's better than anything on the market so this is what you do you spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface you wipe it off and you're done you think you can handle that Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. 
Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freak Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out. Lucas Oil Studios. Been doing it for 20 years, Freak Nation. 20 freaking years. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, and Whistle in the background. This dude's been damn near part of it for 20 years yes. in every every form short of Supercross racing. Uh, Ryan Briscoe, your winner from Petit Le Mans, joining us here in the Freak Nation. How about that, Broham? 20 freaking years of Speed Freaks. Crazy, huh? Well done, guys. Congratulations. Right? Yeah, it's funny when you start off doing something, and you remember this probably the first couple of times you came came into the Freak Nation, like, damn, those cats are a little wicked, a little strange. <laughs> hey, it's it's never a dull moment. It's always fun. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and you get you get the, hey, man, you'll never last. You'll never get big-time IndyCar, sports car, drag racers, uh, NASCAR dr- drivers uh, to talk crazy things and give you insight. Well, 20 years later, uh, you've been doing it, Briscoe. Oh, thank you. I mean, uh, I'm glad to be on the show because uh, <laughs> I'm usually only on after after I win something important. So uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me back. Wayne Taylor Racing takes Petit Le Mans with a thanks to a late collision between a couple of leaders, and here's one of your three drivers, Ryan Briscoe, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Let's get into that. That initial accident between Taylor and Durrani, how soon or how far back were you when that accident happened that gave you the eventual lead and the win? I mean, we were we were about 12 seconds back, so we weren't right on the accident. But, uh, yeah, we'd been, we'd been closing the gap a little bit, but um, sort of saw something brewing, you know, because at the last pit stop, uh, Ricky Taylor had come out in front. He was in front of Durrani. Durrani made a really aggressive move on Taylor down into turn one, which is a super high speed corner. I mean, we're barely brushing the brakes down there, you know, going over 
you know, 120 mile an hour through the corner. And uh, Durrani like stuffed it down the inside of Ricky and they almost crashed. And I knew at that point, Ricky was not just going to sit in second place for the rest of the race. And, uh, you know, so the move happened. Ricky made a an aggressive move on Durrani. And uh, unlike Ricky, where Ricky sort of let the move happen and ran too wide through the cor- corner, Durrani shut the door and they made contact and uh, granted us the lead. <laughs> so I was like, thank you very much. Um, and, and the crazy thing was the way that we were running with those two first and second and us running third, if the race finished as it was, we were going to come out, uh, all three of us tied for the lead and the point Whoa. with two races to go. So, um, it was, it was a pretty big swing in the points having that happen and us get the win. Uh, we were able to um, extend our points lead a little bit, which is pretty big going uh, into the last two rounds. Pretty big. It's huge. And, yeah, that's eight points. Yeah. And you'll take every single point that you can get. Ryan Briscoe, winner of Petit Le Mans, joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. And we had Will Power on with us last weekend, and he made a really big deal. He started getting a little prophetic just talking about winning and how much winning is such a good feeling. And then he said, you know what? One of the best feelings is winning a race that maybe you didn't deserve to win one that you were gifted because there are so many times when you go home when you should have won something and something went wrong so is that kind of how you feel about how this one turned out as well especially because it's a big one petite le mans oh absolutely it's crazy actually you never really think about it but you know sometimes you know like we've won races where you, everything's going right and then it just becomes expected that you should win and then you cross the finish line and it's like yeah, yeah, we won, but you know what? If we didn't win, it would have been really bad. Hmm. And then you get a, a a time like last night where we're, we had issues. We had problems all night long. We had the car shut down on us twice early in the race because the battery was dying. We had to shut the power steering down to minimum assist. We were running no uh, fans in the car, so it was super physical. We weren't sure if the car was going to make it to the end. And then we were running in third place. And so then when all of a sudden, with just a few minutes to go, you end up in the lead and winning the race, you know, the excitement on the pit stand is just absolutely unbelievable. And we're like jumping up and down and screaming and shouting and hugging each other like we just won the Indy 500. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, I think, yeah, that's right. Because when you don't expect to win something and, and you actually do, it just makes it that much more special. Ryan Briscoe, explain how that's possible. You're saying the car will shut itself down at 100 plus miles an hour, and you're trying to get it restarted so that you can continue on in the race. That sounds difficult. Well, I mean, it didn't happen to me while I was driving. So it happened to Rengo, and uh, I guess it happened twice. And he's just like, you know, in the middle of the straight, actually sort of in a in a corner in acceleration and next thing the thing just shuts down the dash goes blank you can't shift gears anymore and i've got to say he was really heads up he went straight to the master ignition switch you know just flipped the whole car off turned it back on and the car came back to life um but the worrying thing was the team had no idea why this was happening we didn't know how to fix it we ended up we asked permission from IMSA to 
uh, turn off our onboard camera. We had an onboard camera, which was really nice. Um, but we shut that down because we thought that might be draining battery. We turned down the power steering. We turned off the cockpit fans. We were just doing everything we could to conserve the battery voltage. Um, and then the engineers were monitoring it and it was just running at absolute minimum. So at any point we were just expecting the car to shut down again, but thankfully, you know, once we sort of shut everything down, you know, we kept enough voltage where we just, uh, we kept the thing running. Wow. Is there any concern that that problem might carry over to Laguna Seca on Halloween weekend or Sebring at the end of the season? Well, I mean, at the moment I would say yes, but <laughs> you know, this, this team is, is so thorough. They're so meticulous about everything. And, which makes them so why they win so many of these big races. You know, I think what Wayne Taylor Racing wins most of is is the big endurance races, you know, the Daytonas, the the Seabrings, the Petit Le Mans and, and it's because they you know, spend so much time uh looking at the details and, and they you know, the team's gonna go through everything and you know, if they have to replace all the wiring on the car, that's what they'll do, uh, to make sure this problem doesn't come up again at Laguna. So I think, you know, we were just extremely relieved that, that, uh, we got to the finish line. Uh, but you know, they'll, they'll go through the whole thing. We've got two weeks until Laguna Saker and we'll make sure it's a hundred percent for that. Ryan Briscoe, winner of Petit Le Mans joining us here. Speed freaks on a Sunday night. What's the craziest thing that's happened to you behind the wheel? Um, what is the craziest thing? I mean, I've had a few things happen. I've, you know, I've gone airborne at 200 plus mile an hour into catch fences and fires. And (laughs) so I've I've had a few things happen. Um, it's, uh, yeah. And I've had cars shot down on me, but that's probably the, the less exciting, uh, thing that's happened to me in a a race car. (laughs) A car shutting down. Not exciting. Ryan Briscoe, winner of Petit Le Mans, Saturday night, Road Atlanta. Ryan, drivers, athletes are creatures of habit. You're used to running Sebring, for example, in March, and now you're going to be asked to do it at the end of the year. That must seem strange for you. All that's gone on in this COVID-19 season has created a lot of change. How has that affected you? Oh, it's been interesting. I mean, you know, you go into the season with with a calendar and you expect to go to a certain number of races and types of racetracks. And then all of a sudden, you know, you've got five months off doing nothing. And then you're going back to Daytona and Sebring in the middle of summer, you know, down in Florida, which is absolutely not what we were expecting to do. And that, you know, we definitely had to make adjustments to, you know, the setups of the car and everything to, to make tires last in Florida you know, in the middle of summer, that was, that was quite unique, but, um, you know, I've, I've really gone with the flow. Um, you know, the nice thing with, you know, at the beginning of the year with the break where nobody was racing, uh, for me, you know, I've got a couple of kids at home and, you know, it it was a really good time to just spend a lot of time with family, um, that you normally wouldn't have. And, And the nice thing was, you didn't have that fear of missing out because nobody else was racing. So you were home, but you knew everyone else was at home. And uh, it was just really nice to make the most of that family time. But, um, you know, since then, the races have been kind of weird. 
Um, a lot of them have felt like you were just at a test day. You know, you'd head out to the grid to start the race and there's nobody there. And you're just like trying to amp yourself up because, you know, this is the start of a championship race and, and there's just, there's no crowd, there's no crowd noise and, and, and you're just trying to make it feel real. And, uh, Petit Le Mans this past weekend, I think was the first time since Daytona that it's actually felt like a big race weekend. And, you know, the, um, you know, the Georgia gates were wide open, <laughs> uh, hashtag no COVID. Um, I mean, it was packed, which was a little concerning, but it was also really nice at the same time. You saw what happened last weekend with the Charlotte Roval. Granted, your class wasn't part of that, but as a driver who's seen your, has seen your share of circumstances on the track from the weather or just in general, a difference on the track, should they have stopped that race or should they have continued as they did? I mean, I've talked to a few of the drivers that were there and they said it was not fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really tough. And I think it really just, you know, there are some cars that tend to aquaplane more than others. And it, and it just really looked like the Porsches were, you know, a nightmare to drive around there. Um, you know, the BMWs and the Corvettes were definitely uh, a lot stronger and just seemed to plow through the rivers of water a lot better. But, I mean, that was a really tough track to drive on with a lot of water. And, you know, it was difficult for the Xfinity drivers as well. Um, it was, it, you know, it was like a street course. You know, it's, you know, there were just walls everywhere. It looked really narrow. There were puddles. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I wasn't close enough to it to really know if they should have stopped the race or not. But, uh, at one point, the commentators, I think, came over and they were like, I wonder what the Daytona prototype drivers are thinking at home right now, if they wish they were there or not. I was like, nope, I'm pretty glad I'm at home right now. <laughs> All right, Ryan, before we let you go, any inkling from the daughters about maybe a love of motorsports, something coming up? I mean, your oldest is, you know, she's kart racing age quality time. Well, we're spending a lot of time, uh, you know what, I was out practicing hitting golf balls today with her. Uh, She's busy with gymnastics and dance. So as long as she's enjoying those activities, it's all good. But, you know, I'll never stop her from doing what she wants to do. Um, But we're definitely not going to push motorsports on her. (laughs) It's it's just, no, I'd rather not, I think. (laughs) That's that's the answer I was kind of hinting at. Got it. Is that you or is that And and that's me being conservative. If you want to talk to my wife, you're going to get a pretty – uh, quite a more firm uh, answer on that one, I think. <laughs> hey, I, I don't think we've ever asked you this. Uh, your your wife of Cole, Nicole, of course, Nicole Briscoe, with ESPN and Sports Center updates. Has there ever been? And pardon me if I know this answer. Has there ever been an instance when she's been sitting at that Sports Center desk when you're racing and you've either won a race or something happened in a race that she? It was either caught off guard having to uh, read something for Sports Center, but got a result from your race. Anything like that? Um, I, I don't know if we've actually, for example, like one, you know, won the race while she's on the set. Because I think <laughs> that'd be really cool. And then yeah. she'd like give the real time, you know, shout out on Sports Center. But um, you know, Nicole's just so 
casual on the set, you know, and, and she's always got her phone and, and she's always, you know, texting back and forth, you know, while she's, while she's up there. Um, so she's always, you know, up to speed with what's happening, but, um, we'll have to get, you know, it's difficult now because she's always on the mornings, except for tonight. She'll be on at seven o'clock tonight, but, uh, you know, her usual show is, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 7am sports center. And, uh, you know, we're typically not racing at that time, but, um, yeah, she's, you know, she's always keeping up to speed no matter what's happening. You might have just foreshadowed something, though. If you hear what Ryan just said, typically it's Friday, Saturday morning or Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning sports center. This could be Sebring. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, who knows, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this could be November Sebring. Uh, we're fans of both yeah. of yours, you, you and your wife, man. We appreciate what you've done, buddy. Oh, thank you very much. Ryan Briscoe, your IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship winner from Petit Le Mans. And again, they've got two more races. It's at 12 hours of Sebring. We'll cap it off in freaking November, which, frankly, I bet they're stoked in that we've been to Sebring before, and it's April. Yeah. No, it's March. Is it March? Because April? it was yeah. canceled. It was scheduled to go off like around the 19th-ish. And COVID shut down the IndyCar race that was in Florida the week prior. So, yeah, the Sebring was not going to happen well, in March. Well, when we were there, it was freaking humid hellhole, which... In March? Yeah. Well, it's Florida. Florida's always humid, no matter what the month of the year. It's still going to be strange, man, with 12 hours of Sebring coming up in freaking November. November. But uh, they've got Laguna Seca coming up, and then 12 hours of Sebring. Yeah, man. Freak Nation, coming up in the second hour, uh, a, a woman does it again in racing. She'll join us. Michelle Abati will be here. Abati? Abati. Abati will be here. And 16-time NHRA Funny Car Champion, John Force. Coming up. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Celebrating 20 years of Speed Freaks, Freak Nation, from the Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. 16-time NHRA Funny Car Champion. I'm not sure if you broke any kind of news with us earlier, but we'll share that with you coming up in about 35 minutes or so. John Force will be here. Michelle Abadi will be in here. She did something 
uh, over the last week. Was it last? Was it wasn't this past week. It wasn't this weekend. It was last weekend in Trans Am. Yes. She'll be joining Trans- us coming Trans- up in about 12 minutes uh, here in the Freak Nation. Again, thank you guys for hanging out. Speed Freaks on Twitter, Facebook, and of course on Instagram, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Statman, did you have a chance to see that video of Friend of the Freak Nation? Alexis DeJoria. And that smoke inhalation that it it's bonkers. You're going 300 plus miles an hour. You, you, your engine explodes. There's enough smoke to fill a 20 story building with the flames and fire coming out of that funny car. She walks over, puts her, takes her helmet off, puts her hat on. They put a camera in front of her mic and she gets her sponsor lid on and she just talks about it. Could you do that stat? Heavens no. Are you kidding? 99.99% of the population couldn't do it. I mean, you're talking about people who fight over toilet paper and here she's, you know, climbing out of a, climbing out of a fire, you know? I mean, no, people can't do that. That's why drivers are drivers and the rest of us like watching it. There are plenty of studies out there that when football players or someone who's who's had concussions, uh, what's the what the CTE? I don't know. I can't even pronounce the what's the chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Yeah. When those persons died, they will cut open their brain and they'll see that they had that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen, but cut open the brain of not an NASCAR star. Not an IndyCar star, supercar. Cut open the brain of a top fuel pilot. What would you find in there for these cats to continue to defy death and destruction? What the hell would they find in their brains, man, for these cats, these men and women to continue to do what they're doing? Uh, nitro fumes. That's what, <laughs> that's what you'd find there. I don't know. I don't. I, I have a problem saying they defy death. I mean, I I don't think they, I don't think they think of it as death, and I don't think we do because we don't know what we're doing. I mean, uh, <laughs> running a running a hook in a NFL game, or trying to drive to the basket against uh, LeBron James, that would mean death to most people. Uh, I think these people know what they're doing, and. Um, you know, I, I think they're intelligent enough that if death was an issue, they wouldn't do it. They're 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 betting that it's safe enough for them to get away with it. I think the the point of you saying we wouldn't know what we're doing or we don't know what we're doing. It's standing at that starting line and being able to witness amounts of horsepower accelerate stick to the track and then it's i think ron caps brought it up in one of the interviews with us talking about the number of concussions that he's had in the funny car from those explosions you 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 get that concussion immediately from that explosion and oh by the way you've got to settle that damn car down in some form or fashion yeah you can't just jump out of the car You've got to stop from a hundred plus 
or 150, 200 plus, uh, and make sure there's no other cars around or no other people around and get out of the car. You know, I mean, it, it could get <laughs> getting out of the car. Sometimes is as dangerous as uh, what you're going through. Yeah, it's crazy. If you get a chance, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we retweeted the video of Alexis DeJoria today at Texas Motor Speed, excuse me, Texas Motorplex. It actually wasn't the video that we retweeted. Photographer Mark Rabillas had some great shots of it, and just that was the first that was out there before the video even. So, yeah, check it out, at Speed Freaks. We're going to reset with some affiliates and be right back at it. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Coming up in about 30 minutes, John Force, 16-time champion. Breaking news here in the Freak Nation? Hmm. Michelle Abadi did something that uh, not too many women have done in a special class of racing. We'll get to that. But first, Crash Gladys, pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com now through the end of the month. Buy four qualifying truck tires, and you'll grab yourself up to $100 back with a Visa prepaid card because it is truck season. It's GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, a couple of unrelated Briscoes with wins both on Saturday night this weekend. A first-time win for a funny car champ. And speaking of NHRA, we've talked about this. 2020, how this year almost burned them, but no worries. They're actually better off now than they could imagine. Let's start with NASCAR racing in Kansas this weekend where Brett Moffitt had, well, he had four runner-up finishes. So far, he saved his first win of the year for the most opportune moment. He won in Kansas on Saturday, meaning that he is now guaranteed to fight for the title at the end of the season. Same for Chase Briscoe, your first Briscoe winner on a Saturday night. Chase is now set to vie for the Xfinity title in Phoenix in November. And the same can be said for Joey Logano, who held off Kevin Harvick in the closing laps of today's NASCAR Cup race and is the first one in for the championship chase. IMSA's Petit Le Mans ran Saturday. According to many of the drivers, it was the most back-to-normal race of the season so far. You fans did not disappoint. In the nighttime hours with just 10 or so minutes to go, there was drama that had been growing in the race. But it came to a head with 10 to go. Both of the leading cars took each other out. Basically, Ricky Taylor got a run on Pipo Durrani. He tried to outbreak him. Instead, they touched. Durrani was sent spinning through the gravel and backwards into the tires. Taylor spun right off the racing line. That essentially gifted the win to Scott Dixon, Renger Vanderzandy, and Ryan Briscoe. Yes, the other Saturday night Briscoe winner. That one joined us last hour. Check it out, speedfreaks.tv. And the NHRA running their fall nationals in Dallas. Steve Torrance beat his dad to win in top fuel. Jack Beckman, yeah, former champion. His first win ever at Dallas was today. Matt Hartford won in pro stock. His first win of the season. And Jerry Savoie, his third win at the fall nationals in the last six years. Incredible. And another incredible race winner. She joins us next. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
Well, how are you using your time sequestered at home? Been staring at that unfinished hot rod or vintage sports car in the garage just looking for some DIY dirty hands work? Yeah? Well, how about changing your oil and topping it off with Lucas Oil Stabilizer or refreshing your brake line with new Lucas Oil brake fluid or give your prized possessions that like new shine with Lucas Oil Slickness products. It's homeschool time for you, buddy, and time to learn to do the basics to keep your ride on the road with Lucas Oil and Lucas Oil products. For more information, check them out, lucasoil.com. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com, and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You're listening Listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, we've been doing it for 20 years from the Lucas Hall Studios. And uh, let me suggest you go to lucasoil.com. Check out their product spotlight of the week. This week, it's high-mileage fuel treatment from Lucas Oil. Cleans fuel ejectors, keeps keeps them clean, reduces intake valve deposits, combustion chamber deposits, lubricates critical components, the fuel system and engine. Hey, man, restores lost power. And how about this? More miles per gallon. We could use it, right? For more information, check them out at lucasoil.com. It's good to get Michelle Abadi here in the Freak Nation. She did something week, not this weekend, but last weekend. 
uh, in Trans Am TA2 class that uh, hasn't been done before. Michelle, welcome to the Freak Nation. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right. Now, now, now help me out here. Everything that I'm reading about this race at Sonoma, again, first of all, how in the heck did you get a race going on in California when <laughs> IndyCar canceled, NASCAR canceled, NHRA. NHRA canceled? And then two, wasn't this put together in like two or three weeks or you had like two or three weeks notice that you were going to run, uh, that Trans Am was going to be running in Sonoma? Or, or am I reading this wrong? So, yeah, you, you kind of have it right. First of all, uh, we did it with very strict uh, COVID uh, restrictions. So everybody, you know, we had we didn't have any spectators. It was all very limited amount of people, um, no extra crew. So the, thankfully, the track was able to, to get that done and we were able to run there. And then um, the other question was, so we did have this event on our schedule, but it was not a double header. And so what they had done is they made it into a, two race weekend like two weeks beforehand which is a big deal because there's a lot of prep on the ta2 cars mm. and to run two 100 mile races back to back like that is kind of demanding but it, it paid out <laughs> for us michelle abadi the first female to ever finish on the podium the trans am ta2 class joining us here in the freak nation what does that do for you though because athletes like to your creature well we're all creatures of habit did that, did you, this cause you to drive any differently or was like, okay, I got this. No. Yeah. No, I was all for it. I just, uh, it's more a matter of like, I mean, we change all of our fluids before every race. Um, we have to kind of pack our wheel bearings. Um, there's a lot of prep that goes into it. And then of course the expense, it's twice as expensive because you're running twice as many races. Um, but for me physically, um, no, I was, I was super pumped. I I've been conditioning the last few months and um, it's very important to me to, to be on top of my game. So to run two races in a weekend, I actually had a lot of fun. It was, it was pretty awesome. Michelle Abadi joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. It's funny. You, you talk about changing your fluids. I think about, yeah, you're doing a double header. When you say fluids, the first thing for me is you got to hydrate double the amount <laughs> because of basically the, the amount of craziness that your body is enduring. Yeah, it's definitely very physically demanding. The THU car is a tube chassis V8. It's about 500 horsepower. Uh, no driver assist at all. Uh, there's power steering, but there's no ABS. There's no, um, you know, electronic computers helping you out in any certain way. So it's definitely one of the reasons why I love racing in Trans Am and in the THU class because it really comes down to, to driver talent and car setup. And, and I love that about the class. Okay, so everything you just said right there, and then then let's throw in that you're on slicks when there were some wet spots on the track. There was a mist coming down even at the beginning, but you stayed on slicks the entire time, right? So you were feathering the throttle. You were using all sorts of of just, well, your control, your balance mm -hmm. to stay on the track and then get a podium out of this. Yeah, so pretty pretty wild race conditions and really pretty awesome to earn my first podium finish in, in those types of conditions because, yeah, the two guys that finished ahead of me did pit for slicks. And at one point, uh, I was actually the overall race leader, which was pretty exciting too. So I actually led, led laps in the race and then finished on the podium, and I was the only car on the podium on slicks. And, yeah, like you said, um, very, very different to be – in the rain and then on a slick and then you've got the guys on the reins just kind of carving through. So it was a matter of kind of ballet and, and more of a mental um, test than anything else. I mean, it's, it's very easy to lose it in the, in the wet, you know, and I watched several guys turn, turn off in front of me, but 
uh, different class cars, all kinds of stuff. But it was it was such a cool race. It was just awesome. Michelle Abadi, the first woman to finish on the podium in a Trans Am TA2 race. You've got a woman in Trans Am who's won the championship before Amy Ruman. The two of you must share notes or something or have some <laughs> sort of friendship or kinship, certainly. Uh, why are women doing so well in Trans Am where they're not in some of the other racing? You know, I've looked up to Amy for, for many years. She did win her first championship in 2015, and that was when I first got involved with wanting to race in Trans Am, and she's been such a inspiration to me, and she races TA class, so that's pretty cool. But, you know, it's funny. I was shocked to find out. So my first race this season, I finished fourth this year, and I was told by Trans Am that was the highest finishing position for a female ever in TA2, and I was like, really you know it was kind of like i was shocked <laughs> and then i found out that I, i'm actually just I'm, I'm the second woman to ever even try to race in ta2 so very very limited women and i don't know why and i hope that i can stop saying these claims of being the only female in the globe you know in the globe racing ta2 because we need to get more women out there for sure are, are young girls coming to you the same way you went to amy ruman and maybe in another year or so, they're going to break through following your lead? Yeah, I think so. And, and I'm actually part of a women's collective called Shift Up Now. And we uh, empower women to be involved in motorsports in all aspects, from drivers to engineers. Um, and, and we work with, like, the Girl Scouts and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I'm definitely an advocate for, you know, getting women more interested and young girls more interested because – it's it's something you see more often now, which is pretty cool. But yeah, back back when I was younger, I mean, it was like my brother raced, and that was why I was at the track. But in the end, it was like I knew that's what I wanted to do, so it's pretty cool. Now, Wait, what is that initiative again? The the name was it Shift Up Now? Yep, Shift Up Now. Yep, Shift Up Now. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. That's awesome. Uh, all right, yeah, super cool. We got a lot of professional racers, and and also we have a junior club too. So there's younger uh, girls that are in part of that too. Sweet. And Michelle Abadi, I've been around Trans Am for worked in the Trans Am uh, series for a couple of years. That's not the most, um, shall we say, liberal of uh, pits and paddocks. Uh, there's some real strange characters in that series. Are you earning, are they giving you the respect you deserve as a competitor? Well, yeah, no, at this point, um, I've been really happy with the series. Um, I'm racing in the West Coast series, so it is a smaller division of the Trans Am series. My goal is to race in the National Tour series, which is probably what, what you're kind of, um, what you're referring to. And, and they have giant fields and, and, and THU's just such a competitive environment in in the national tour and that's my goal to get there it's just i don't have the quite the funding to make that happen just yet but i'm hoping with my podium finish and, and finishing out the year we're currently second in points for the championship so i'm hoping that maybe i can get some more support going into 2021 but as for for getting respect out there you know th that race really kind of showed you know that that i can drive you know and, and no one could take that away from me because of the mixed conditions and yeah, I couldn't have asked for a better race to get my first podium. I mean, it really, really just brings a smile to my face. It's just the coolest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. What are you finding, <laughs> Michelle Abadi? What are you finding as far as being able to 
continue racing, moving up in the ranks, being a part of the national series in Trans Am, or moving into another maybe bigger funded team as a co-driver with the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship Series? Are you looking at all avenues? Yes. Yes, I am. Actually, I was able to make it out to IMSA last year at Laguna Seca, and I, I was speaking with some teams, and I love the GS class. Um, it's, it's such a competitive class, and I, I would love the opportunity to get get on a team like that. I think endurance racing is, is awesome, and I've been a part of that on a club level. Um, but right now, me personally, since, since most of the funding comes from, from my team, um, I'm, I'm really focused on, on trying to win a TSU championship. And that's kind of my goal. And being this, being as I'm the team owner and I own the car, it make, makes it easy to make decisions, uh, with Transium. Whereas, if, you know, on an IMSA side and, and, you know, NASCAR and all this, it's, you're kind of renting a car. So it makes it, makes it tougher, at least in my experience. I have to laugh though. You saying how it makes it easier to make the decisions. Yeah. There's a little added stress there pulling double duty, wearing multiple hats as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's it's never a dull moment. <laughs> it's always something going on. But there's also that added pressure when you're the team owner and the driver of making sure that you have, you know, enough bottom line in your ATM uh, when you do need to pull the trigger on added funding. Do you drive the car differently trying to save parts and pieces or are you all out? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can only drive my car about 80 percent and and. You're 100 percent right. I mean, we are we are probably the smallest budgeted team out there at this point, wow. and unfortunately, I'm I'm not able to put a nose on somebody when I really want to and stuff, you know. But it keeps me a clean driver. And it keeps me, um, you know, it, 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 I have a lot of respect for for my competitors, and um, yeah, and of course, at the end of the day, I can't afford to to have another car. I mean, a lot of these guys have backup cars, you know, they wreck and they just pull the other one out of the trailer, and I'm over here like if if I get a flat tire, I'm like oh my gosh, you know, we have to buy another tire. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just kind of where I come from. And um, yeah, I just, I think with hard work and dedication, we can get to, to driving for somebody, you know, it would be great. My husband's actually my crew chief, which is pretty cool. Um, we do it together, and it's it's just something that, it's really cool to have me. It's just me and him. We don't have a crew. And when we beat these guys with, you know, NASCAR haulers and semi-trucks and stuff, and we've got our little Tundra and a tag-along trailer, and we get a trophy. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> well, you're, you've got a company on the company's logo on the side of your car in Lucas Oil that's a big, big uh, proponent of grassroots racing. And they they thrive on cats like yourself that uh, come up through the ranks, whether it's husband, wife, mom, dad, ownership. It, it certainly sounds like you're grabbing uh, the the headlines of some other companies out there. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's been such a pleasure to work with Lucas Oil and what a great what a great company and what an awesome array of products that they have. I mean, it's seriously so cool. At any point in time, it's like every day we use something by Lucas and I'm just so thankful for their support and, and they've been so great in helping us get to where we want to be. And and that's another huge thing is like I mentioned, every race we change our fluids and you know, it's, it's the car takes ten quarts of oil. I mean, that's not cheap, you know what I mean? And you change the rear end gear, you gotta change the fluid because you're gonna lose it all. So um, it's, it's a huge help to have those consumables, um, you know, covered by Lucas and, and we haven't had any failure. I got a knock on wood somewhere, but, um, gosh, this stuff is just the best. It's so great to have them on board. Statman, you've been looking to wrench on a, on a, on a Trans Am car. Maybe a TA2 might be <laughs> yeah. in your future, Statman. Come on, buddy. Yeah, right. Uh, now I've been around the Trans Am pits, uh, more than once and, 
I'm 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 so impressed by her that uh, she's earning yeah. their respect to those people, and they don't give respect easily. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but uh, we're there. You know, we're there to race, and uh, everybody wants to win, and there can only be one win- winner in racing. And I can't wait to get my first win. But but this was a huge goal of mine to get on the podium because I think that it it shows the improvement, and to be able to do it on my ninth race ever. Um, it came wow. up earlier than I expected. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the story just continues to get better. <laughs> wow. That is bonkers. Holy smokes. <laughs> At Michelle Abadi, that's M1-S-H-E-L-E. C-H. What? M1-C-H-E-L-E-A-B-B-A-T-E on Twitter. This is awesome. Yes. Michelle, good luck to Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you having me come on. It's always fun to share some of my stories. And um, you guys have gained a fan too. I'll definitely be following you guys and, and love what you do. Bam. Thank you, Michelle. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Michelle Abadi here in the Freak Nation. Come on. Get that win. Let's get her back on. Nine races. Yep. Is that what you said? Nine races. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she podiums in a wacky weather race. Mm-hmm. Staying on slicks. It, wow. It's just, yeah. And what was her, her first race? She got a fourth what, place? Is that what, was that what it was? When she got fourth, she was told that was the highest. I don't know if that was her I very first. That yeah. is just wacky. Yeah. Holy is. smokes. <laughs> Good for but her. Those are the type Good of people, you, right? Yes. You, we just root for. Uh-huh. Man. Especially in that paddock. I can't, I can't say that enough. That's not... Right. The most uh, giving of uh, respect with some of those drivers. It's, you know, I could tell you some stories that would make Kyle Larson blush. Hello. Hey, now. Speaking of. Oh, no. Is six months enough time for Kyle Larson to return to the NASCAR Cup Series? I don't think so. It was April 13th when Larson let slip a racial slur doing an iRacing event being streamed live. Within a couple days, he lost his ride with Chip Ganassi and his sponsorships, including McDonald's and Chevrolet. But I don't think six months is enough time to get the counseling and self-awareness help he clearly needs. Maybe Larson needs it more than most with his mixed ethnicity. His father is white and his mother Japanese-American. His career even benefited from diversity programs that knocked down doors for him. I liked Kyle when he was in the Freak Nation. My disappointment was real last April. At this time in history, some mea culpas and celebrity good wishes aren't enough to cover the casualness of what he did. A return now would make NASCAR's diversity efforts look amateurish. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. DC coming out. Sure, we'll highlight some of that. What's the full Bad Boys released? General Tire now through the end of October. 
Grab yourself four qualifying truck tires, and you'll take home up to a $100 Visa prepaid gift card from our friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com for more information. So one L.A. team got their butts handed to them tonight, the Rams, by a California team known as the 49ers. Another L.A. team, the Dodgers, worked their way back from a 3 to deficit to now they're up four three, top of the eight. Statman, you spent more time in Los Angeles, much more time in Los Angeles than I have. Do you have an affinity for the Dodgers? I know you do for the Lakers, but for the Dodgers, the best thing about the Dodgers is the food in the, in the concession stands and the fireworks on Friday night. But okay. you know, I've been so disappointed with the Dodgers that you just can't afford to put yourself out on that limb uh, every year. You know, I mean, they haven't won a championship Mm -hmm. since 88, but when they did, especially that Gibson home run in 88, almost leaped out off the balcony in my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of the most incredible things that I've ever seen in sports, but it's just difficult to, you know, for somebody to say this is the championship year and they, you, you, you know, you feel like a trout. You get hooked and all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're in the boat getting ready to go into a frying pan. You know, it's just. Well, you difficult. know, that, that's a great point because it's it's documented on the show that you're a Cleveland Browns fan. Or? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a, a Cleveland yeah, Browns yeah. addict at this point. <laughs> <laughs> What's which is more heartbreaking, the the Browns or the Dodgers for you? Oh, the Dodgers without question, because I have no expectation of Cleveland doing any good. <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. I'm trying to okay, wait. Yeah, the Steelers did win today, didn't they? <laughs> uh, they, okay, they, they didn't win. They destroyed Cleveland. Crushed. Yes, yeah. that's basically what I meant. But but Cle- at least the Browns are having a better season this year as long as they keep the ball out of baker mayfield's hands and keep it in the ouch keep it a running game yeah yeah uh okay no the dodgers well I, i i do want the dodgers to win i want them to win if only because they've been in the world series what two years in a row now and uh you know they they have the best team in baseball they need to close that deal. Well, it, uh, again, it, it certainly didn't look like it two games prior to this, but it my did. goodness, they're working their way back against that, man. That's sure the truth. After the, the first two games of the series, it was like, oh, no, you know, but hey, they're coming back. Hopefully they could close the deal. I mean, you, you can't, again, the Dodgers, Tampa Bay, eh, meh. But the Dodgers and the Astros, after what happened in the 2017 World Series, are you kidding me? That would have been must-see TV every damn game, Statman. Yeah, yeah. I have I have a, a very close cousin in Houston, and uh, I had to put up with that for it. No. <laughs> I got stupid and called and made some – very dismissive remarks. I think it was after game two oh, when no. the Dodgers went up. And I, <laughs> and I had to call him back. He he said I was waiting for this call. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the Dodgers have they gotta close the deal. 
Mm. And it, it just, it just sets you up from time. It, it's just endless with the Dodgers, the amount of blow that they spend on that team. And they continue just to, wow. Now we'll see. Uh, maybe by the time we get the hell out of here, we'll know uh, who will be making it from the National League side into the World Series. Coming up, NHRA Funny Car Champion, 16 times over. We had a Zoom, okay, a video call interview with John Force. It went on for 60 minutes. We've got 13 minutes of highlights coming up next, and I'm still out of breath, and that happened earlier this week. Oh, or last week before last, whatever the hell it was. More freaks coming up, Lucas Hole Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. It's more more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. 
Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world it works you're listening to speed freaks motorsports radio redefined early in the morning rise into the street light me up that cigarette and i strap shoes on my feet got to find a reason I mean, Statman, I don't mean to drag this on, but we know Clayton Kershaw's history in the postseason. I didn't realize his ERA was twice that of his regular season ERA. 4.31 ERA, a one-loss record postseason, 11-12. and 12. <laughs> it's, Oh, man. And the guy's from Dallas, too. I'm, no, I'm not pulling for him. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of Dodger fans pulling for him either. <laughs> All right, Freak Nation. So over the 20 years of us doing this thing, John Force has been a staple in our 20 years from Lucas Oil Studios of doing Speed Freaks. And we're doing our best to grab some of the bigger names that have been rolling through here many, many times. Mario Andretti, Ron Caps, John Force. And we're putting them up on YouTube, 60, 90 minutes of us just shooting the crap. And if you go to our YouTube page, official Speed Freaks, you will see the full John Force interview. And there's there's not any beeps. There's no edits. Uh, this does have a couple of beeps in it, I believe, because he did drop a couple of S-bombs. But this is us leading up to really, from what I remember, getting into the full interview. It's a 12... 13 minutes of John Force, 16-time Funny Car Champion, the greatest drag racer in the history of mankind here in the Freak Nation. Hey, <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I'm not racing right now. I want to tell you, I want to get out to, to all the fans that watch your show that love you guys. Um, um, we had a little hiccup along the way. Uh, NHRA, uh, it, 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 it's, it, I love NHRA. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you a little trophy here a little bit later. Uh, this is a Wally, but my granddaughter, Autumn Height, she won this. She's won two of them already, uh, running uh, junior dragsters. And then Jacob, that's my daughter, Ashley's boy. Um, and, and of course, Adra's daughter, Autumn. And, and, and he won one, and then he won another one. And Noah's like, Grandpa, Noah's only six years old. He goes, will I ever win? And he goes, will I ever get a trophy? And he goes out there at Las Vegas two weeks ago, and the fans are on me and Robert. How can you go to racing and you won't go to, you know, to Gainesville? But oh. there is a reason uh, for a lot of stuff. Um, I've got to stay healthy. I've got to stay financially right. I'm working for all my sponsors for for Auto Club of Southern California, AAA, and and all the auto clubs nationwide. I'm driving for Peak, Antifreeze, Coolant, you know that, Chevrolet, uh, Camaro, uh, uh, Montana brand flavor pack with Brittany and Monster Energy. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm getting these plugs in because that's why I'm here. But I'm still working. 
Every day we go to the shop. They have built so many parts in India. And people say, how do you keep those people on? I had over 100 people. I only got half or less of them now, but they're only working half hours. So we're still in business. Um, I was leading up to tell you something, and once again, <laughs> but what I'm saying is when I stood in Vegas is when I realized, and little Noah went out there with his dad because I have to go sit in the stands. They don't let me around, and I was out there, and I remember standing a picture in my museum that's on the wall of me and Autumn walking down the track in the middle of the night when her dad won in Funny Car, and he was up on the podium. You know, with all them risque burlesque girls and stuff, I never did that. I never did that. <laughs> okay. But what I'm, man, you guys have really cleaned this show up. You know, <laughs> we were we were X rated, and now now we're in the Bible Belt, which is a good thing. <laughs> so, what I'm getting at is in the middle of this, I was out there with Noah, and it's four wide. I've been at four wide when guys staged with their rear wheels. Guys drove right through the Christmas tree. Uh, you know, like drivers just at brain dead. And I won the inaugural. I was brain dead, too. I just got lucky. But <laughs> Noah went out there under the lights in Las Vegas two weeks ago and blazed right down there, and he won. And he's all yelling, Grandpa, I want, I want a Wally just like you. And he's telling his dad, and he's telling his mom he's just in heaven. And then they go over and they go, here's your check. They gave him a great big check. And then they go, and he's like, where's my Wally? Well, for the four wide, you don't get a Wally. You get a jacket, which is just as good. But I, I know if he recovered yet, I said, can we just buy him a trophy? <laughs> I got jackets too. So I've asked for one so I can frame put in the museum. But uh, he wanted a trophy, and I said, you're going to win plenty of trophies. But to watch him out there in the dark, what I've watched my whole life, and then I then, then Caps goes in the newspaper, and he goes on the media, media, and he talks about me. Force ain't really an old dumb truck driver like they say. He's really smart, and he really does right things right. He made decisions. Well, Caps, sometimes that ain't exactly true. I am just a truck driver, and I love it, and I'm working my way back there. Oh, I want to thank Ron Caps. He won Gainesville. He built, 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 beat a great racer, Wilkerson, in the final. But Caps, I want to thank you. I love you for all the things that you've done to help me get through this pandemic because I, I ain't doing so good. I'm mental and I'm trying to, I've been in therapy. Now my doctor's in therapy. That's how bad I am. Okay, let's get back to the show now. Let's get to the show. <laughs> John, to put a period on this, you are working your way back to get back into the NHRA, correct? Right? Well, yeah, and I want back. Well, mm -hmm. Robert hates it. Brittany hates it. Proc hates it. And, and, you know, you can't even change a sponsor, chase a sponsor, because you don't know where you're going. I want to go out and, and, and sell new programs, and, and I can't do that. I've been designing my museum, and Robert goes, you hung that picture yesterday and you're taking it down today. What's wrong with you? Because your brain is trying to keep going and, and doing what we love to do. But you, you, this is about you, 20 years. I got 45 years. You got 20. You guys are still kids. You got your whole life ahead of you. You know what I got? I got a tombstone coming. You know what it's going to say on it? I told my wife and she's still mad about it. I said, you're right on my tombstone. It ain't over till I say it's over. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. That's perfect. I sold two of them. <laughs> I bought them both and sent one to Kenny. Okay. Thank you. Start your show. I'm, I'm warmed up now. I'm Wait a minute. John Force, you bought it up. You bought it up. Your tombstone. Are you going to sell a sponsorship on your tombstone? Are we going to see Pink <laughs> and all your sponsors on your tombstone as well? That's correct. The whole history of them, it would go on forever. But you know what? You know, they said about my mom, she's still preaching from the grave. Because that's the way people are that love what they do. And I never knew my mom was religious all these years until when she got older. And, and uh, of course, nobody knows how religious I am. I, I really am. I'm debating. Uh, if, if, if something don't happen, I'm going to build an ark up on top of this hill I live on. <laughs> I'm going to build me an ark, and I'm going to get all the animals together and put them in there. And, uh, and is, it the is it going to be 10,000? John, is it going to be 10,000 horse? That's is about it going to be as I'm going to get? I'm sorry, Gladys. No, no. Is, you, is your art going to be ten thousand horsepower? You going to you going to put that into the art too? I'm telling you what. Um, I keep seeing this commercial on TV. Somebody's building an ark somewhere in Tennessee, <laughs> and I can't understand what it is. They keep showing this ark, and everybody runs out to it. And and uh, um, but, but I think it's going to be some kind of a amusement park. Uh, but I don't know. And I don't even know why I brought that up. Did I mention uh, Baldwin Builders or Cornwell Tools got a new toolbox? It is unbelievable. It's got everything but the kitchen sink in it. And I think it's in there somewhere. I just don't know how to get into it. Cornwell Tools, one of my new sponsors. Great. Can I play? Hey, want me to plug uh, yep. 20 years of speed breaks. That is huge. You guys stayed together in the, and, 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 Mario still the greatest. Uh, I got to be careful. Uh, Graham Ray Hall's dad, Bobby, is one of the greatest. <laughs> well, I, I always said, and you know, I saw him win the Indy 500. He drove the Budweiser uh, car. And, and Robert looks at me and he goes, John, you didn't watch him win the Indy 500. I said, yes, I did. He said, you didn't even own a TV then. So, <laughs> But I knew he won it because I met him. He's absolutely a great guy. And his mom, they're just the best people. And we, well, we got a grandbaby coming. I yep. said, the funny car driver tried to cut a deal. If it's a girl, can I have her to drive funny cars? If it's a boy, you can have her in the cars. That's where yeah. I wanted to ask you is who's, where's this baby going to go? What if this baby wants to go off-road racing? Come on. You know what? You don't get into that. We talk about it. It's like Jacob, Noah, and Autumn. They're going to do what they want to do. Yeah. You might grow up and want to be president. But who would want that job? <laughs> okay. Seriously. <laughs> okay. I just had to go there. Hey, <laughs> I'm taking no sides. <laughs> okay. So what hey, hey, at, hey, John, John. Yeah, okay. On on okay, that note. This is what we do, except we can't cuss no more. John. We can? In the air. You, like. you got away with murder, some of the stuff you folks said. <laughs> and then it was like I said, these guys won't last another week getting away with the <laughs> shit you guys talked about. And you lasted 20 years. I can't believe it. <laughs> now you got all kinds of shows. Sarah's telling me you're everywhere. John, I want to go back to something you just said because you referenced Don Schumacher. And we, we were kind of given an opening 
conversation with Ron Caps because, yes, you guys have had your differences in the past, you and Don Schumacher, but Ron made it very clear to us, and I want to hear it from your mouth, just how tight you guys really are as friends in reality. I mean, you guys really would get the shirts off your back for each other, wouldn't you? I mean, the media can say one thing, but what's the reality with you and Don Schumacher? I don't know, Don. I don't know him. He's asked me to go fishing, but that's because he had used me for bait and thrown me overboard. So I don't, and I don't fish and I don't golf, but Don Schumacher's given his life to this sport. He runs a lot of big companies. He's invested for teams, drivers, crew chiefs. His hospitality is the biggest out there. Um, but, but he's, he loves it. Uh, you know, he raised, he's, he's a few years older than me, but he raised with, with my relatives, Beaver Brothers and Condit in the early days before I was even, or anybody knew who I was. And so he's given his life to it like Coletta, like Gartlets, like Shirley. These are my heroes, Don Perdome. You know, you know, Perdome, oh, Force, you're so full of it. No, I really do love you. I love who you are. You make me tick. And, you know, and, and it's just the way I think. Uh, you know, I met Frank Teagues, uh, one of my sponsors, uh, a grower, owns a bunch of companies, Montana brand and Flavor Pack, and, and Brittany drives for. But he asked me one day, you won all these championships, 16, and 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 yet you're you praising Don Perdome right here in the at the races that he's your hero. I said, because he is. Because I stood and watched Perdome win. Then I got to race him and he beat me. And these are just people that I look up to that I love that got me here. And and there's so many of them. Kenny Bernstein running 300 at, at Gainesville, uh, you know, that year in a top fuel car. I never want to lose, you know, Beetle. I never want to lose these people because they're what got me here. And if I start thinking who I think I am and you start believing your own bullshit, did I cuss? Can they erase it? If you start believing it, well, then you ain't worth nothing. I'm going to fight this thing till I go. I'm going to go out in the end the same. And I hope I go out on a racetrack. And that's why I got to get back. Love NHRA, love the work uh, uh, Cromwell's doing, Peter Clifford, all of them people trying to make it work. And it's hard. This is hurting them, and they're trying to hang on to it. I wish I was out there with Caps and all these these racers that are out there. And, oh, my family's mad at me. I made a decision. And I ain't going to blame it on Robert. I ought to. But <laughs> you know, um, um, we looked at this financially. You're gonna go down this road. You got this big machine. If you don't, if you don't do something, you ain't gonna make it. You're gonna get out there, and you ain't ever gonna get back. Now, what do we do to race next year? So I start cutting deals at the end of the first quarter to be able to come back, and that's why we got to come back. Uh, so, because I love it, I love being with the fans. I love being able to come get on shows where I can talk. I used to stand in a truck's stand right downtown LA, a truck stop and tell stories to get a free coffee and, and, a, and a tuna sandwich. And, and now I get to go out here in front of millions of people, by the way, send those tuna sandwiches to where do they send them, sir? Yep. There is about 45 minutes of that stat, man. And two questions from us and the rest yes. of it, John. Just takes over the show, and we wouldn't have it Love any it. other way. No. Wow. Holy cow. Think about that. 
you're 16 times the most popular drag racer in history is not part of the 2020 season. But hold on, let's pull the curtain back just a little bit mm -hmm. because right before we started that Zoom call, just to kind of reminisce and BS like like we do, he he was like, you know, I, I really don't want to get into too much of me not being on on track this year. And then that's one of the first things yeah. he took us to. We were like, cool, we don't need to. Yeah. We've got so much we want to talk to you about. But I just find that hilarious because that was still top of mind for him. And he just went right there after telling us, you know, what? I don't think I'm really wanting to go there. Oh, but boy. we did. Well, how can it not be top of mind for him? He's got more championships than some people race, you know. I mean, some people don't have 16-year careers, and he's got 16 championships. Yep. Bonkers. Again, go to our YouTube page. We'll tweet it out at Speed Freaks on where you can go watch the full, unadulterated, unedited, clear sailing of John Force. Bam. My goodness. Next Saturday, man, Nebraska-Ohio State's that man, on the heels of your... Los Angeles Dodgers, who are now World Series bound once again. Once again. Shoot the juice to the moose, stat man. Cut it loose. Yeah. Motorsports Radio, redefined.